get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to episode 106 again. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's not really again to y'all, but so last week we recorded ep- episode 106 and I totally fucking forgot to upload it. Um, and I totally forgot to <laughs> remember that it needed to be uploaded. <laughs> so I got in that night. It was we, we stayed out here late as hell. It was like, yeah, it was like, like fuck. two yeah, almost like two. or some shit. Got in, I started fucking with it, and I was like, you know, I do this in the morning. Morning came, I was running late for work, kept saying I was going to do it. Friday came, Saturday came, Sunday came, and now it's fucking Wednesday again. So, yeah, that may just be a bonus episode at some point in life, so whatever. Crazy part is nobody else fucking told us that they ain't hear our episode. <laughs> right, like that's all, the wildest part All me. our great listeners ain't say shit. Like nobody said, what up with a new episode? Nothing, nothing. So not even Mr. Monotone. He be listening to our shit on the day we drop it and shit. Right. He ain't say shit to me. Like no one fucking cared. So he's like, yo, girl from uh Luke Cage is on lip service. Um, uh, like telling me about podcast shit. Didn't think to say like, hey, did you drop an episode this week? Who Missy? Mr. Monotone. No, who was on? Oh yeah. Uh, oh work. Yeah. Oh okay, that's dope. That's dope. How, how have you got any further with uh? So I think we we was talking about how far how far we were. I'm not I'm no farther than I was this oh, time. Okay, yeah, week. same here. So no, then again, I, y'all didn't hear that episode. Right, so y'all make a difference. Yeah. So I I I'm still at eight. I started watching nine and I got tired and fell asleep. And so the episode ended up playing out to the end. So I pretty much got to start it over because I don't know where I left off at. But I'm, I'm still, on nine as well. So yeah, I'm just chilling on nine. I was gonna watch it last night, but again, I got tired. Yesterday was a long ass day. Um, it started mad early and was pedal to the metal all day. So that's, um, yeah, that's typically how my Monday through Thursday is. It's just, I go to do my regular job. Then I do fucking landscaping shit at the end of the day. And I don't be getting home to like seven, eight o'clock. And I pretty much eat shower and fucking go to sleep except on podcast night. And then I just, uh, stay up and. Now shit, I don't know how many hours I've been up, uh, but uh, yeah, so whatever. So yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to the weekend, dude. I just I really just don't want to do nothing. I really wish I could like stay in like some hooping shorts and flip flops all weekend and sit around <laughs> the house. Like that would be fucking ideal as fuck. But it ain't gonna happen. My nephew. He's in the playoffs for his football team, so... I thought you about to say he's in a play. Oh, <laughs> that'd be funny. Gay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, like, losers? Like. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's Saturday. Then I'm supposed to go over one of the wife's co-workers for this game night, which is weird. She's she's a co-worker to my wife, but I actually went to high school with the chick, but oh, I didn't really man. know her like that, so... She's more of a coworker than a friend of mine. Okay. I mean, she cool, but we just ain't like friends and shit. So that's kind of what my weekend is about. Sounds whack. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's probably is. I don't know, man. I just I, I don't want to. Uh, do you guys celebrate Sweetest Day? Um, 
or in the past celebrated Sweetest Day? I don't think so. I can't really recall, but I don't think so. I think we've always went out to eat or something, but that's like the busiest fucking day of October to go out to eat. Like everyone's going out to eat and shit or yeah. whatever. So I was like, let's go to dinner early Friday. <laughs> if we're going to go out somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Just to, to avoid traffic and all that shit. But the spot we going to, it's not going to be busy anyway. Uh, place called Peter Cafe. Mediterranean spot. It's over on like it's in Southfield, like Greenfield, six ninety six. Okay. It's like never. I mean, it's busy in the fact that their food is good, but it's never like lying out the door like shit. Okay. So. Not like Chick Fil A in Somerset. <laughs> Dude. So, for what I read, is that the first hundred people get free food for a year. Mm. So, when you talk about early, I was like, I was, I was holding back on that that part. Just to so tell you. that's why people were sleeping outside. Yeah. So I read a Facebook friend. She was going there with one of her friends to get there early in line, but they got there and they ended up being one o two one. It was like one ten or one twenty, but they found out that it was a people had been there since ten a.m. the previous day. Like, are you like, are you taking off work? Like, what are you doing to like to justify standing in line for that shit? That shit don't. I don't get that shit. It's like part of me understands the idea of getting free food for a year. That's fucking amazing. But at the same time, man, sitting 24 hours outside of a chicken place, like, fuck, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit much. I mean, it's like probably, what, one meal a day, I would assume, that you can get or something like that. Yeah, they probably limit that shit. Yeah, but it's like, well, I mean, for us at least, Somerset isn't even close. So it's not like that's not even an everyday spot to me. You know what I'm saying? It's something I would pass on like I can see if there was something like in my hood or in passing, or I just didn't have shit off to fucking do but stood out for twenty I still wouldn't do it. It's not that much closer than the one in Oakland at Oakland University, so I don't understand why people are so hype about it. Like they make it sound have you been to the one in Oakland? Like have you been to the one no, in Oakland? No, I just know it exists. Yeah, I just yeah, I just <laughs> know it's there. I'm like, it's not I don't know. It's still far. Like it's just slightly less far than the other one. So I don't understand why people are clamoring. I mean, it may have a, I think, do- to I get think the door. The, the Oakland University one has like a limited menu or some shit. But I would assume the main things a fucking chicken sandwich. I was like, that they, got they, it. they got chicken. Yeah, I just about to say I don't know what 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 can be limited and what not. It's a fucking chicken sandwich, like and waffle fries. That's all I know. I mean, shit. I mean, if you got that, it can't be that fucking limited. Like, what else the fucking there? Yeah, I don't. I, I I'll probably try it because I haven't. I had Chick Fil A one time and it wasn't their f- regular fucking food. It was like a breakfast, like a chicken biscuit breakfast sandwich at an airport. So like that's my only experience with the place. So I mean, maybe I, mean, I, I I doubt that I'll try it and and go. Oh, I get it. <laughs> like I'll probably try it and go. Okay, why the fuck was people waiting outside to get, to get this? I mean, I've had Chick Fil A on, on you know a few occasions. It was cool. Is it waiting line cool? <laughs> like like, well, like waiting line outside the store for no, it to open cool? Not. First off, ain't too in many, Somerset. There's not too many places I'm willing to wait outside the line for. Anyway, even a favorite food, like I just go somewhere else. Like I'm straight. I don't. That's nah, nah, nope. I remember when you know when uh, Cheesecake Factory came here and it was just that same effect, like waiting outside. I'm like, I've at least been, with that though, we ain't got no other ones. So it's like, okay, hey, here you go. This the nah, only cheesecake still, factory. Like, just the whole waiting thing that just bugs me. Like, you know, I done been to places and it's a wait. You know, and depending on if I'm tired, I don't feel like going anywhere. I'll be like, cool, I'll wait. But 
Nah, man. I'm I'm straight. Have you ever waited outside for anything? I'm assuming you haven't waited outside for Jordans or something like that, but for anything, like, uh, not necessarily even overnight, but, like, I did, uh, for anything. No, nah, because I wasn't even outside, I don't think. I was going to say... Uh, but still, like, a long-ass wait. Like, I mean, I've waited. Maybe for something yeah. to open. Yeah, or, yeah, I have before. What was it for? Fuck. I don't even remember, like, what it was. I just remember waiting for some shit. And this was many years ago, though, but... I've wisened up. I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't, I don't, I just don't see myself waiting. Wait, I know what I did. I take that back. I remember now. I remember it was, this was years ago when I was really in a video game and uh, I think one of the Halos were coming out. Okay. And there was a line for it. I used, it was the, uh, whatever the video game store is. Up on Jefferson over there where the uh, footworkers used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Play it again, not play it again, but whatever fucking GameStop or wherever the fuck. Yeah. We were waiting outside for that shit, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never do that again. I've um, never played a Halo game. They were actually, I or mean, a Call of cool. Duty game. Really? Yeah. Well, all that shit was popping when I didn't have a video game system. Oh. Okay. So, like, I've never played any of those games. I mean, I hope the games we don't play podcast people don't judge me. Like, but, what the fuck? Dog? <laughs> yeah, they probably judging me as fuck right now, but like, I mean, a bunch of times on their podcast, we've talked about shit that they didn't play because it, it was popping when they just weren't active in the video game. Right. Uh, video game shit at the time. So I should understand. But like, uh, yeah, I there was a very large time where I didn't play video games. So like I haven't played any of that shit. Call of Duty, Gears of War, Halo. I've never played any of those. I've only played, what, I think, one Grand Theft play? Auto game. What do you play? Well, I don't play anything, <laughs> but I mean, I, I currently play like some Batman or some other shit with your. With well, your son. yeah, I was about to say I, I've bought a number of games that I still have not had time to play. So I I play I have played this Batman game from the Telltale series. I played that, um, and that's pretty much it. Like I got, like you're really, I mean, I got Mortal Kombat. I played that. You're really living the whole games we don't play. Like, yeah, really. I literally. That's why. That's what attracted me to the podcast. I'm like, I got a bunch of games I don't have time to play. This sounds interesting. So yeah, I got a whole bunch of shit I haven't played. I have a whole bunch of shit that I ha- that I know I need to play. That have like games that have like a, almost like legendary status that that I haven't played that I own. But like, I just don't have time. Like, um, I was heavy heavy into um. The last time when I played video games, I had a PS2. Um, I played, at that time, I mainly played like fighting games, sports games, and Final Fantasy. And that was pretty much all I played at that time. Uh, games have changed dramatically since then, so yeah. But um, I waited in line for something one time. And it's nothing that nobody would ever judge me for. I was wait- I waited outside... Uh, a Ticketmaster location at I want to say Fairlane, but it might not have been Fairlane, but I waited outside a Ticketmaster location for uh, tickets to the NBA Finals when the Pistons were playing. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah, that's, that's 100% I mean, reasonable. Nobody yeah, judge I mean, me for I that. can see nobody saying that shit. And I still didn't get fucking tickets. Yeah, I, I, And I was pretty close in the line, and I still didn't get tickets. So And it up. turned into a whole thing. Like, I... I was furious about not getting tickets because, like, I, I mean, my Pistons fan cred is is legit. <laughs> it, it's indis- undisputable. Like, you can't fucking question my Pistons fandom. And I was mad as fuck that, you know, I at this point where this is 2004. 
the Pistons hadn't been in the finals since 89. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be there. I was fairly, I was pretty close to the front of the line, like not too far back. I'm talking maybe, I was maybe like 30 something people back. Like it wasn't that far. And I still didn't get tickets. So I wrote like a strongly worded letter to um <laughs> to the free press <laughs> and to uh Tom Wilson the Pistons president uh basically saying like I don't like the fact that when the finals come around like we're back in the finals and shit and basically the real fans the people who have been right or die with the team when they suck are being left out so that you could provide extra tickets to uh, media and rich motherfuckers and all this shit. People who didn't give a fuck, you know, and all us real fans are left outside watching the shit on TV. The motherfuckers who stuck with you when you suck. And eventually um, somebody from the Pistons called me and they uh, they hooked me up with tickets to the season opener the following season. So I got to see the uh, okay. I got to see the banners get raised and shit like that, but I mean you missed the finals. Though. I missed the finals, so <laughs> that one that didn't matter, and two I still had to pay for the tickets. Like that bothered me too. So they just it gave like, you the opportunity to buy. They just them? gave me the opportunity to buy them. Like it was sold out, and they gave me the opportunity to buy them, but it was like I felt like you should have just gave them to me, dog. Like <laughs> right. Let me call you. Let me call you so I can sell you some shit. Yeah. So. I wasn't too happy about that. I'm still salty about it. Twelve years later, I'm still mad. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's the only time I've ever waited outside for something. And even then, I didn't wait overnight or anything like that. I was, uh, I showed up mad early, but it wasn't like overnight. And then I think I, it wasn't overnight. I didn't have to wait per se. But this is gonna sound weird. I went to a Best Buy at like. Maybe like 10 p.m. And because they had a midnight, they were going to open at midnight to sell the box set for the first Lord of the Rings movie. (laughs) And I went for that. So I was like outside the Best Buy for like an hour or two until they opened at midnight so I could buy the Lord of the Rings box set for the very first movie. And that's like the only times I've ever done anything like that. Like I said, even then, that wasn't like a, a big like waiting outside overnight for some shit to open. It was like, right. okay, they're going to open at 12. I'll show up at like, you know, 10 or 11 or something like that and, and get my, my DVDs. Yeah. I think, I think it was halo. I don't think I really waited any time, any, any significant amount of time. But I don't know. I think time is just so valuable. It's just like, I really don't, I don't have time for that shit. I don't think I, I don't have, I don't have time. And I don't have had a patience. I don't think that's pretty much you know. My yeah, no. I mean, and then you look at the the two instances that I mentioned. The Lord of the Rings thing, I think, was like 2003, and the Pistons was 2004. So we're looking at 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, quite was, some time ago. Yeah, I was way younger, so that was like you know I, that's all that's all I really had to think about. So you had time and energy and. Yeah, and fucks to shit. give. Fucks to give. That's pretty much it. Fucks to give. Yeah, which I'm fresh the fuck out of now. <laughs> yeah, so. just, this shit just not happening nowadays. I just can't can't do it. I can't so. envision any scenario in which I would do that now. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I, I 
I'd sooner just pay extra to buy a ticket no, off of resale, right? For something like that. More. Yeah, I think now you know you you know you're at the point you you know you true adulting. You know, <laughs> you got families. You your your time is is precious. So any free time, you know, if you got to pay a little extra for something, fuck it by all fucking means. Mm-hmm. As long as I can get it, I work hard. Goddamn it, I should be able to buy it if you know within within reason. So so speaking of, when did they? So they they rescheduled Kanye. Did they mm. say when they were coming back? December twenty second. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. I'm not happy about that. That's that that whole scenario of her of Kim K. So if you if you just been under a rock, getting lately. fake robbed and fucking over my damn Kanye concert. <laughs> as soon as she got robbed, he's like, y'all better not fucking reschedule the fucking concert. Like I cared, I gave no fucks about this bitch's fucking security or fucking health, none of that shit. Her fucking mental state. Like if she fucking postponed my Kanye West concert, <laughs> how can you go all this time? robbery free and then i'm about to go see kanye and now you want to get robbed i, I totally blamed her and then for it was it. like i don't know it, it was maybe two days later i think i saw i saw a tweet about it i was like man mike gonna be sick dog i got i was already asleep right so the shit happened on whatever day it was it was like a weekend day i think and um whatever day that they announced that it got postponed i so the tickets that I got, I'm going with two of my boys. One of them messaged me at like, I don't know, whatever time it was. I was already asleep, so it was late. And he messaged me, and I was like, well, I wasn't asleep, but I was in bed trying to go to sleep, and I heard my fucking phone buzz, and I looked at it, <laughs> and the shit said, man, Mike, the fucking Kanye concert got pushed back. I went, fuck! <laughs> like, mad as hell. I fucking knew it! <laughs> And I read the article the next day, and he only postponed the two concerts that were that week. Are you serious? Which was Detroit, and I think like uh, I don't, I think Philly, I think was the other one, something like that. He postponed yeah, just the familiar. two concerts that week, and then went back to his regular schedule the following week. So only that show and one other one got postponed. That sucks. Dude. And then the fact that it was December twenty second pissed me off even more. I'm like, so I gotta drive all the way to the palace, probably in snow. In the snow and <laughs> like, shit. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. And they pushed the fucking time back an hour or two, so it don't start till nine. So he he probably don't come out till like eleven. <laughs> like, I'm like man, it's gonna be a long fucking day. It's man. gonna be. I, I might have to take the day off work and shit. Like man, it's about to ruin my shit. Is it on a, is it on a weekend? I, I don't actually. I don't even know actually. No, no, it's not because Christmas is on a weekend. So December twenty second, like be, a Wednesday or yeah, some December twenty second is a weekday. Yeah, you might as well just take that. Yeah, that's a Thursday. Yeah, I'm gonna just take Friday off, dog. <laughs> Man, it's make it a long weekend. That's funny. I was looking at uh my uh, off day, like holidays and shit. Man, they don't stretch shit at my job. So. I, probably people there, they probably just been there. They got vacation time, so they use it. But we don't. We get Thanksgiving off, but not the day after on that Friday. Mm. You smoke cigars like you smoking weed and shit over there. Yeah, shit. Uh, Every now and then, but I tried to like swallow my drink. Right. At the same time, that didn't work out well. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I, I have to work the day after Thanksgiving. Which most every place I've ever worked at always gave those two days are just off. I don't have that day. Well, no, I do have that day, but I put in for it. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that shit. So that's nuts. And then I think we get well, Christmas on a weekend. So I don't know. I yeah. think we get Christmas Eve and Christmas. But they then gave I think, us the the following Monday. So yeah. I think the Christmas is I think is on Saturday or Sunday. They gave us I think it's Sunday. They gave us the Monday. Oh, okay. And and it's crazy because of because of I've just started. I don't get paid for holidays for ninety days. So I don't even get Thanksgiving. Oh shit! It'll it'll work out that I'll get the, the days for Christmas and New Year's and shit. But oh, okay, yeah, but it's weird. We get like for New Year's Eve, we get four hours. So you know, having to work a half a day or some shit to get a full day. Mm. It's weird, really That's weird. weird. Shit. Yeah, very. I guess they like fuck that shit. We 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 maximizing our dollar and shit. But uh, but in retrospect, I mean not in retrospect, but thinking about it, my birthday always falls on the same day as Christmas and New Year's. So that means that my birthday's on a weekend, which works out for me because I typically take my birthday off work. Uh, so okay. if it's on a weekend, I don't have to use any time. I'm oh, stingy. No I'm stingy with my time, and I've had to use it over the course of the past month or so more than I would have liked. So I mean, it's it's funny because like I'm so like I was telling you uh, off mic that I feel like when you are black in a primarily white collar business and you're trying to uh, I guess you know make a good name for yourself and and trying to move up the corporate ladder it's like you got to keep your foot on the gas and if you take the take your foot off that gas somebody gonna slow walk past you like you can't there's no room for fucking up and even though using your actual paid time is not fucking up it's still it always seems to work against me so I don't like using my time and I had to use it more than I would have liked. And it's not even that much. Like I took, I think, a day and then like I came in later. I think I came in like an hour late this past Wednesday. And then I had the three weeks off of my paternity time. And I feel like it fucked me royally. Even though this is all time that I've earned, I still got a ton of time on top of that. But I still feel like it fucked me. So I don't like I don't really don't like using time. So I like the idea that my birthday will fall on a weekend, so I don't have to use any time. Yeah, I, I don't even get vacation to next to next year this time, so kind of sick about that. It just now it's like now that I'm you know working and stuff, and I feel like I have you know decent um, background and stuff. I really feel like my next jobs, I really want to be able to like negotiate that shit, like time off, and you know, cause like this job, I pretty much just took took what they gave me or whatever just because i needed this shit but i'm like you know i always hear about people who negotiate their vacation time their salary you know what i'm saying all that crazy shit and i just like i felt like i wanted to but i felt at the same time like i didn't have any options like i need to i ain't worked in solid you know, like beggars can't be choosing yeah right? you know what i'm saying like you know but it wasn't you know like i was getting paid slave wages and stuff shit pay was fine but it was just like and I, and the thing is we I kind of talked about it initially about them to like vacation time. They're like, well, we'll check for you. And then it just never happened. But I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. Next, man, next, take, my next gigs, I'm definitely going to be, you know, using my leverage to negotiate and shit like that. I feel like I need to take classes in negotiation just so I don't like, you know, <laughs> get up there and freeze and shit. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Fuck it. I just coming <laughs> off not working for a long time and to come into a gig where you are getting paid well. It is kind of just like don't fuck it up by trying to like weasel right. out fucking extra vacation time or whatever. Yeah, but no, so but I don't like, even. But I, I don't even feel like it's like trying to like take advantage of the whole thing. But I feel like even 
even getting paid well, knowing that you possibly could get more, but you kind of like, I don't know if it's uh, some form of just settling or just kind of like, I'm gonna just take it because it's given to me. You know, I don't know. It's it's well, kind of weird. I mean, I'm assuming that they just got a rule where like you got to work X amount of time before you get paid. This yeah. like blanket for everybody. Yeah. So well, I, for, I feel for like a lot you of fuck yourself. You came over like. Yeah, they they you know we give uh, new people ninety days before they can get their holidays, and then like you get vacation time after X amount of but time. But I like to believe, and you like let me get that shit right now. But I believe <laughs> I believe it's some people who negotiate that shit with their kind, with you know, with their you know, getting paid, you know, with their their jobs and shit. I mean, I think for much higher level folks with you know degrees and all the other crazy shit, yeah. they choose and stuff for it, you know. But you know, yeah, so. Um, Man, I had to. I mean, I have yeah, a pretty good are fucking awesome. fire, fire. Like uh, we were, he's saying the cracker crumbs. It's like a cigar. It's like a smaller cigar. It's like a what? A, like a cigarello? Yeah. I don't think it's that small though. I feel like cigarellos are smaller. It is. It's kind of like a longer, like black and mild with with a little thicker gauge. Yeah, or, but it's a fucking phenomenal smoke. And, and I just bought a shit ton of them, and they're like great. <laughs> they're like great fucking like you got forty minutes to pop off, as opposed to like having like an hour and a half for like a normal size stick. You I'm got trying, 40, I'm trying one of these. I'm trying one of these for lunch man, tomorrow. Man, they're fucking fired. Uh, I fucking love these, man. Definitely. But so. um, yeah, like I got a decent amount of time now, but my path to get to where I'm at now has been tumultuous to say the least. Like. I was a temp for a year and a half. And in that time span, I didn't take any fucking time off. Right. Because like I said, when you black, you just got to keep that fucking pedal to metal. You can't give anybody any reason to be like, oh, so Mike is doing this. Like, he's trying to take time off while he's still a temp. None of that shit, dude. So I went a year and a half with no fucking vacation. And then once I got hired in and I started accumulating time off, I still didn't fucking use it. So it's like I've been... Um, building my shit up and it's got to a point where like after I so I was a temp for a, a year and a half an additional year after that once I was official employee for a year then my time my paid time off started to accumulate faster so it's been able to build up a little bit quicker so now I'm at a point where my time off is decent and that shit rolls over up until a max amount. Right. Yeah. So like I'm I don't I wouldn't say sitting pretty, but like I have more vacation time than I've ever had at any job ever. And I'm not even like before it would kind of be like, Oh, I got two weeks, let me take a week off and do the blah blah blah. Like now it's like I got time and I'm like, I'm not gonna even fucking use it. Like by the end of the year I'll probably have maybe like three weeks. Which is the most I've ever fucking had. And I'm still like, oh, I want to use it. I want to use it. I want to use it. So I'm probably going to end up maxing out. Because I was I was thinking about taking a, taking a kind of a lot of time around Christmas. But just the fact that after I came back from paternity leave, I used the day. And then I came in an hour later yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to take no more time. Like, <laughs> like that that's, how, that's how... Crazy I am about time off. So I'm gonna I have I think my only scheduled day off is the day after Thanksgiving. 
so I can make that a four day weekend. And then I'm all, I'm shooting the Thanksgiving parade too. So I'm like, I want to make sure that, you know, I can do that. And holidays are always hectic because my wife and I have such a huge family. So there's like a lot of houses to visit and holidays are always hectic. So um, I got that little four day weekend. That's all I'm going to do, man. And then uh, by the end of the year, I'll probably have about three weeks. And then um, at the start of the year, we get uh, floating holidays. Uh, we get four of those. Um, that means you pretty much use them when you want. Yeah. I mean, it's really no different than our regular time. But um, I'm going to typically I use that use that around my birthday. But since my birthday is on a weekend, I don't have to use that either. So I'm going to keep my floating holidays on deck. So I don't know. By the time I don't know, maybe like spring hits, I probably have a good four, you know, four weeks or something like that. Oh, you'd be good. And then maybe I'll like, <laughs> maybe at that point I'll consider taking a week or something like that. But I want to make sure with, with my time, I like to make sure that if when I take it, that I use it to its full fucking purpose. Right. I don't want to take time off and then have to do a bunch of you know other shit like my paternity time it was like that shit didn't feel like a vacation at all but i mean shit you i mean now you know you you, not not now i mean you've you've had kids you have a son but you had you got two kids now you just never know when kids just fuck around and get sick and shit so it's like you gotta have that's how i ended up using that one day right (laughs) so yeah so yeah kids were fucking carry germs around next thing you know they sick as fuck whole house sick and shit um segue and i guess we could kind of kind of stay with work um you had did a uh a poll today um about workplace stuff and I'll, I'll let you explain it so the reason i asked was because um at work i've been noticing a lot of um interesting interactions um, one of the things that stuck with me that kind of bothered me was that about two months ago, there was a group of new people that came to my team and I'm trying to get into leadership. And, uh, I, I was like, well, I'm going to go and help out in the training class to basically kind of like, not just make myself look better in front of management, but to also make it so that. When the new people hit the floor, they have somebody they they can know they can ask questions. So I did that. And um, what really irritated me was when I came back from my paternity leave, we had a new team leader and the new team leader has never worked in our area before. So he don't know what we do, really. And they told us that. I mean, well, I already knew, but they told the team that. You know, hey, you know, we got a new guy coming. He's not really, he don't really know our shit. So, you know, you know, be easy on him type of shit. One of the people who was in the training class that I assisted in consistently would walk out of her aisle, come into my aisle, pass me, and then go ask questions to the new dude. And like that pissed me off because... I mean, I don't want to say it pissed me off, but I noted it because I found it interesting that somebody who like I came to your training class and assisted your trainer. 
So you know that I know my shit. And then you also know that the new guy does not know his shit. So and you purposefully fucking... walk past me to ask somebody, somebody you know, you walk past somebody you know knows their shit to ask a question to somebody you also know does not know their shit. And like that, I don't know, that I felt a way about that. And I've also noticed that a lot of the people uh, that sit near me kind of interact with one another. And it's like, I don't want to say it's like a click, but it's also kind of like certain people interact with each other and ask each other questions than other other people do. And it made me think about relationships in a workplace. And I've noticed that a lot of people, especially on uh, social media, will say like, you know, I don't really I like to keep work and personal life separate. I don't really fuck with the people at work outside of work. And so I made a poll asking, like, do you uh, do you have friends at work? And by friends, I mean, like people that you fuck with outside of a work scenario, like you might hit them up like, hey, what you got up? Let's hit the bar. You know, people that you would fuck with and you would hang out with outside of work. And I made the poll and um, let me see if there's a let me get the up to date numbers. Um, the poll has 41 votes, 63% said yes, and 37% said no. I, I found that kind of interesting since my personal experience is mostly people who would say no to that question. And I kind of feel like, I, I don't, I don't feel like I gained much from it because I don't have the data that I would have liked because I think that there's a, there, there, I think there's a racial component. Like, I feel like black people are less likely to befriend people in the workplace. And then I also think like, okay, so um, not just are we talking about white people versus black people, but are we talking about women? Because, you know, women generally just seem to like not get along in a workplace with other women. Like they just seem to get at each other. Are we talking about office jobs versus like warehouse jobs? Like, you know, I don't have adequate data to kind of make a conclusion about that. But um, what do you think about that kind of thing? Like, do you think that's a a black thing to to kind of keep work life and personal life separate? Or do you think that it might be um, the type of job that you have? I don't know. I think in, in my experience, and it's been like office jobs and like, I guess white collar and blue collar jobs is that, um, the more for the most part the white people that i've interacted with were pretty open about their lives personal whatever um the black folks tend to be a little more reserved they don't really share as much like that or whatever and so that's kind of how um my history of of co-workers and stuff been um i think I don't, and I don't know if it's because of just the proximity or whatever, but when I used to work in like a warehouse gigs and stuff, I was, I ended up hanging out with them a lot more than I did with the people in the office. That, yeah, that was one of my uh, theories. And I, and I, and I can't pinpoint why, why that is. I mean, I think in the office setting, it was always, 
levels of people, you know, I was always, you know, it was always leads, bosses and things of that nature. And when I worked in like, you know, warehouse stuff, most of the the coworkers was more on like a peer level, like all the same level or some of that mm-hmm. shit. And so, you know, most of the time I hung out with them or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't think I would call them friends, but I definitely call them coworkers I fucked with outside of work <laughs> or, or whatever. That's a category. <clears throat> Friends, yeah. associates, and coworkers and, I fuck with. Right, right. <laughs> I, I think that's it, man. You know, because <clears throat> I've never really met, had people that I considered friends that I worked with. It was just, you know, cool people that is just cooler than the other coworkers and shit like that. I think it's a combination of, like, um, the actual type of workplace that you're in. And I think it also might be a byproduct of the, of the racial makeup. Because if you think about like warehouse jobs, I mean, at least from my personal experience, warehouse jobs is mostly black folks. So you hanging out with you working with other black folks and y'all just kind of connect just on similar, you know, lives. Well, you know, mine was the opposite. It was more it was more white folks at the warehouse gig. Yeah. Okay, so now you're adding to my day. Yeah. Like the one I had, it was way more. um, I mean, it was probably shit. If I had to do a ratio or a ratio probably seven to eight to one type deal. So the black was in the minority for sure. Interesting. Um, but it was they were I mean, I they were all most of them for the most part, that one job in particular, I was there like five years and I think it was like maybe five or six black folks that I ended up talking to and hung out with other, it was just other white folks or whatever. They were cool. It was just, just how it was. So it was white folks that you would hang out with outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that particular job, I I hung out with them a lot. Um, That might, that kind of debunks my possible racial theory. But my second, my second theory was that times have changed and that social media and, uh, basically, uh, I don't want to say being outed, but like the the odds of your personal life becoming intertwined with your business life is greater now with social media. That was my other theory. Like I had the one theory that was like, okay, you know, black people generally work in a warehouse, so they're more inclined to hang out with one another as opposed to like in a corporate life, there's a greater racial mix. So you might not be as inclined to intertwine the race, the race shit, but like in with social media, it's kind of like you see people who are kind of like, you got jobs now that will like look at, try to find you on social media to see what you're doing and who, who you, you know, what, you know, who you fuck with and shit like that. And then you got people who might like, you know, you hang out with people outside of work. They post, some shit of you fucking drinking on Facebook and now your job is like, hey, what Dude, you doing out here? So that, I think that that, that, that could happen, be part of it that too. That shit happened to me too. Well, they didn't post anything, but I and don't ever do this, but I friended some uh, co-workers at this one job I was at and... See, well, uh, there you go. You said, don't ever do this. I friended yeah. people on social media. So there you go right there. What, what, like the, the That's part of it. You You're saying like, don't friend people on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you work absolutely. With. Yeah. So that kind of that. Yeah, I would definitely say the social media because theory. I mean I think there's a a, a level of pers of, of personal things you want to keep personal. Exactly. And I wouldn't do it again. Um, like I, <laughs> my favorite uh gift file is uh or just a scene I guess but I always see it in a gift 
is when uh it's a it's a Chappelle episode where he's sitting at the uh it's almost like in a courthouse or something and he's sitting at the table and something happens he flips the water and runs off and shit <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's just like you be like you got a Twitter be like what I'm out this bitch I don't want to talk about <laughs> it um but yeah I had uh one of my coworkers I had you know made a Facebook friend and. This one night I hung out and I was posting pictures. So I was at the bar and shit. So, of course, it, the night went wild. I ended up getting up late. I was late for work and shit. So I get to work late. I had called him. I could be late. Get there. And uh, he, he sat like three seats over. It was like an open. It wasn't even like cubes. It was just an open area. And he was like. Yeah, I, was, I saw you were uh, drinking last night. Man. How was it? I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> like, man, I, I had to let go of that dude so fast. I, and that was just one of the things like, you know, I think you should, you know, be able to, I guess, share in stages how you want to share your personal life with folks. And, you know, for, say, a Facebook, for people that are, well, this used to be that. For me, the people who were my friends, you know, they would see parts of my life. But now it's like I rarely even share a lot, a lot of stuff on Facebook. Now it's just it's just too many people and some shit even that are Facebook friends don't see shit. You know, yeah, I, I, I definitely wouldn't. And, and like the dynamics of my my job now, it's like, you know, the, the people that I work with now are probably people I wouldn't hang out with in general anyway. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, it just the dynamics. Even it was early. I was still gonna ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of my older. Um, Is that a yoga exercise ball? Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, it is. Random as fuck. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, live from the studio. Live from the studio. <laughs> um, but they're so the dynamics are different. Like I think one girl that I work with, I think she, I know she's younger, but I'm pretty sure we don't really share too many common interests. Um, it was weird though. On the person I would probably would hang out with, if it was cool, would probably would be my actual boss. But he's like the he. Other than the girl, he's the other only other person that's actually close in age. Other one are just you know older older white folks, and you know I I don't think we get too much too much in common. But then it's like I'm I'm so leery on sharing personal shit right with them. Like we went out we uh we went out to eat last week for lunch. And we just sit around the table and people just talking. Everything is like on a personal level and stuff. And I just didn't feel the need to be sharing shit. You know, like I don't. And I'm, I think I don't know y'all motherfuckers like that. Yeah, and I think that pl- I think social media plays a big factor in that because if you out with yeah. uh, coworkers and shit, and you got somebody that posts something on Facebook, you don't know who gonna see that shit, and you never know how it could come back around. And I think that shit plays a large factor in people's hesitance to. Uh, friend co-workers on Facebook which is why I was surprised that the numbers showed that an o- pretty overwhelming amount of people saying that they are friends with co-workers I mean I think it's a, you have to make a real conscious a, conscious attempt to not be friends with people you work with because typically I don't know how I many you work maybe what 45 50 hours a week or something mm-hmm. at some point maybe maybe more you're typically you see these people more than you see your own fucking family mm-hmm. so i think it's for some it's probably natural that you you're around somebody that much that you could probably end up connecting with them on a personal level at some point you know i think that's happened when i was in a warehouse is that you know i saw these people more than i saw my friends so you know in casual downtime, you're talking about it goes from you know the you know the standard sports thing to you know random personal interests and shit like that. But 
don't know. It's like most of a lot of the white folks that I work with in the past have showed their true colors in certain areas. Like I know one of them. I'm pretty sure he's voting for Trump. Uh, <laughs> another one. He I remember he posted some all lives matter shit, and I was just like, see, I, that's why I don't fuck with them people no more. Like they they don't under they don't really understand it all, and so uh, it's just some people you know old co-workers like when i when i the, the first i think the first day i started at the new job my lead was like he pretty much forced me to go to lunch with him like <laughs> it was so weird like it was just like <laughs> lunch rape <clears throat> dog it was crazy he was like uh what you got for lunch i was like oh i got a lunch oh come on i'm like well, I, I brought a lunch He's like yeah come on and i was like Okay, I it, I felt like I would have been doing a disservice to myself. To say, yeah. Said, oh, yeah, I had my I had my lunch bag on the desk and everything. Yeah, right? yeah, on, so, end up going to fucking lunch, and then he's just you know, I'm finding out way too much shit about him. And then it's like I feel like sometimes I feel like people share share you shit so you can actually you know share back, and I just wasn't feeling it. I'm just like just listening. Like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I just I I find it interesting to see what. That's why I wish I had data like, you know, who are we talking about men or women? Are we talking about white, black? Are we talking about white collar, blue collar? Like, so I got try to gain a better understanding of what makes that determination on how you friend people at work. Like, so I would say so I've been in the workforce since I was 17, but I've probably only been working regular full-time job since i was probably like 21 something like that oh no not even not no not even that old um i started at ups and when i was 18 so in in that time the jobs that i've had since the year mm, say the year 2000 so we're looking at 16 years All the jobs that I've worked over the course of the past 16 years, I have maybe, shit, man, three to four people who I fucked with outside of work. (laughs) Like, I got, um, so I got my one single solitary white friend, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like saying that it's probably not the case, but um, uh, my friend that I met at UPS, uh, who I still fuck with to this day, um, and he's somebody who, at the same time, like that's like it's different at a fucking warehouse type job, you know. It's it's there's less stakes. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I still fuck with him to this day. So um, him, um, I have a few people from one job on Facebook who. I hung out with when we all worked together, but I haven't really hung out with them since we worked together. But it it would be a situation where like if I seen them out and shit, be like, oh, what up, though? You know, and I would still fuck with them, you know. So I would say that's probably about from that job, probably like four people or so. Um, And then at my current job, Mr. Monotone, the only person that I fuck with. And even then. I don't like it's not I don't, I'm gonna say I don't fuck with him outside of work because I would, but yeah, it just don't it, cross paths. Yeah, we just like, don't cross paths. So yeah. it's like, you know, I we I've invited him to come to the podcast, but he he know he you know, he's like, fuck you. So <laughs> he don't come to the podcast, but 
you know, I would I, I would fuck with him outside of work, but it, it just hasn't happened like that. I mean, so and, but that's to, the only person I've been at if, this job for four years now. But if he ain't gonna come to the podcast, fuck that nigga, dude. Right? Yeah, he's trash. <laughs> Yeah. He'd rather go fucking DJ with Zoe and shit like that. <laughs> too, too good for us. You want to go and make some money and DJ <laughs> right. and do some shit like that. Trying to rub elbows with Zoe and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Can't come on our fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's, uh, that's a call out, Mr. Monotone. Yeah, it is. Um, but like, you know, I, I can, you know, I'll, you know, text him and shit like that. You know, s- simple shit like that. I'll fuck with him outside of work. And that's, that's he's the only person at that job, dog. Like, in four years of that job, he's the only person I fuck with now, in a capacity you, outside of work. Did you meet him at work and then found out he was on Twitter? Or yeah. I, oh, okay. Okay. Like I, well, me and him worked on the same team when I first started. Uh, so it was kind of like, hey, we the only, uh, <laughs> we the only black guys, <laughs> and we have similar interests. So like I fucked with him at work, and then he changed teams, and then I changed teams. So now when we talk, it's either through like. The work I am, or like text each other, and it'd be some shit. The Texas shit be like, <laughs> I, I, like I, I am. I'm like, hey man, I gotta tell you some shit. I'm gonna text it to you. <laughs> like, cause I'm not gonna say it over work well, shit. It's just like, hey man, let, let's talk offline. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm like, I'm not gonna say it over work shit. But um, yeah, he the only one. Like, I, I mean, it's a couple people who from work that I I'm friends with on Facebook, and there's this one girl who uh, was on my team that uh. I did I did hang out with like she was mad cool. Uh me and my wife went to like a, a like a weekend getaway at a cabin with her and a few other people that was mad cool. And I would fuck with her still, but she don't live here no more. So uh but yeah, but he the only one that hey, I really fuck with outside of work. Have you ever ran into somebody that you followed on been following on Twitter for a while at some like random place or some shit and be like, Oh yeah, I know you from Twitter and shit. Not lately. I mean, like back when, back when, like we were more kind of like, uh, when and I'll say we, I mean like me and you, like when we would be like having more like Twitter based events, yeah, and we'd be out more, like going to Centaur like every couple of days, and you know hanging out downtown a lot. That happened, but not now. No. Yeah, I, I got this one follower. I can't even think of his fucking Twitter name, but um, I went to this uh, this game night at one of. It actually is the the coworker of my wife who I went to school with went to her game night or whatever and he was there and shit and then I found out he worked with my wife and shit and he know them so it was just like kind of weird but it's weird to be like tweeting people and then actually meet the actual person and shit I don't know why it's still kind of weird to me although I've been meeting people from Twitter for years and shit yeah no I suck with like recognizing people in real life based off of online shit yeah so like I never I never notice so it's always them noticing me like hey aren't you michael aaron i'm like yeah who the fuck are you yeah <laughs> like, I, I, my, my favorite story is me and i i don't even remember her name because she, she she don't even really tweet that much but i was going to something that was downtown i can't remember what it was and i seen her on the street and she recognized me as we were walking to the same place and she was like yeah you're such an asshole on twitter and i was like Thank you. Like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. Like, I didn't know I was that fucking bad. But, yeah, I think it's less now. I don't, I don't know. I I don't really see too many. I don't be out like that anyway, so. Right. Um, to even just be out. I mean, I mean, you, you know, maybe five, six years ago, you know, when I was, you know, like, you say Twitter events or shit like that. But I don't really see too many people much anymore. 
be out like that. And they're not even in a circle and shit like, you know, like I'm going to run to somebody at a cigar bar or some shit or, you yeah. know what I'm saying, at Home Depot. <laughs> that my life revolves around <laughs> fucking Home Depot and, and, and random shit like that. So Man, that shit is so real, dog. Like, I'm learning so much, like, being a homeowner now. And it's like, it, it is crazy. Like, you spend mad time at Home Depot, like, and it don't even make sense. Like, if I, if I think about since we moved into this house, all the shit that I've had to buy or do for the house, you would think that like, like just thinking about it, I don't think that I would be at Home Depot that much, but during my paternity leave, man, I was at Home Depot like every day, dude. Like, dude, <laughs> like what the fuck am I doing here? I'm like, like and I'm, then like, I'm not, I'm not accustomed to like, uh, as far like doing like around the house shit. Like I would do shit like in like when I live in an apartment, I would do shit like uh, so the garbage disposal is not working, and it would be like a thing Call where like it's like what's up, fix this shit. No, no, not even that. It would be uh, kind of like I would just kind of like uh, go under the sink, take it apart, try to figure out what's going on, put it back together. But it's like how shit presents whole new things that I never would have really thought of. And it's kind of like, okay, let me go to Home Depot and buy this thing. Let me go buy this thing. And then there's also not just like fixing type shit, but just like shit you just want in your house that you don't realize that you need or want until you're presented with that situation. So it's like, oh, uh, I have a backyard now. Let me go try to find a fire pit. Right. Or, uh, hey, I have uh, like one thing that I <laughs> this is 2016 is fucked. <laughs> so. I've lived in an apartment, obviously, all the way up until this point, right? So, if you have... So, I got... My wife has an iPhone. I have an iPhone. My son has an iPod. So, we all use Apple products and shit. So, we all have Apple chargers, shit like that. If we want to plug our shit in, in the apartment, it's like, okay, you just plug your shit in, and that's that. You know what? Something I noticed that... It's like a minor irritation is that you have different areas of the house that are now significantly farther away. Yeah. So it's like, I gotta like, I don't like the idea of like, let me go up. Like now I gotta go all the way upstairs to grab my charger and bring it all the way back downstairs. Now it's time for bed. Let me take my charger from downstairs, take it all the way upstairs. Now, now I'm like, let me just set up like charger stations on each dude, floor. Dude, I, I, I really so I don't you have know, to deal with to say that, shit. dude, because I was, I take my, I take my charger to work because I only have one charger. I need to buy another charger. I can leave it, just leave it work. So I have my charger because of the plug is so far at my cube. I have my charger. Matter of fact, this same motherfucker right here. I have my charger hooked to this extension cord that I just keep at work. And then I unplug it, put it in my bag, and I use that same one at home. So now in the morning, I'm getting dressed. Now I got to go find my fucking bag. I keep my earphone, my headphones, and my fucking charger. And I take that back to work. And then I bring it back. If I leave it at either one, I'm fucked. Right. If I leave it at work, I'm fucked because I ain't got one at home and vice versa and shit. So yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> That's having, the crazy thing. My like my charger game is crucial, dude. I have a charger that I keep at work. I have a work charger, I have a car charger, I have a home charger, and now I'm like let me keep a first floor home charger and a second floor home charger. So I'm going to be like, 
oh shit, I got, forgot my charger. Let me go back downstairs, and yeah. go get it, bring it up here. I need. I just like, bought some fucking charger cord. I need to get a base for it. So I could actually keep it at work. But yeah, because I have my phone constantly. I be having to stream you. I need something going. So yeah, it, yeah. You just the, the the spacing of a home is just totally fucking different. Yeah, and that's the kind of shit that like is a expenditure or just a to just a, a situation that you need to take into account. Like it's like you don't move into a house and think, oh, it's gonna be inconvenient to go up and down the stairs to transport chargers. And it's like it's such a minor inconvenience, but at the same time, it's like I could pay for an extra charger and just not and have to worry about it anymore. I'll be home and I plug my phone in my room, and then I won't even. It'd be hours before I even go back to my phone. Just because I'm just moving around the house and doing some shit, and then I come back with like five missed calls and shit. Right. <laughs> like, fuck. Like, I just want to put my phone down and not even think about it and shit. Yeah, that is like a, a 2016, like, fucking issue. Like, right. my fucking charger way over there. Yeah, yeah. Weird, weird shit like that is what had me at Home Depot. Not, not, you know, I don't have to go to Home Depot to get a charger, but like, it's things like that, things like that that you don't discover until you're actually in that situation. Yeah. I, I think the house thing, I, when I moved, well, I had a, a, a brief stint in the um, uh, apartment with a chick I was uh, dating at the time. But typically, it's just my mom's house. Then I moved to my own, and then, you know, my wife. And so, but just, I was renters, though. So now it's like, you know, shit that fucks up. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? Like, I never had a dishwasher in none of the places I live. So the dishwasher was just foreign to me. When I, I remember... Uh, Matter of fact, whatever that year was that we we drafted Darko. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I remember that because I was I, I that was went, 2004. That was 2004. I went to Atlanta uh, with a couple of my homeboys, <laughs> and I just remember because we got down there and we watched the draft when we got there. And shit, okay. And I was just pissed they picked Darko. So that gonna, day we I'm stayed. I'm gonna talk about that, but go ahead. What Darko? Yeah. That what you just said, but oh. yeah. So. That weekend, we we it was like four days actually, and we stayed at an extended stay. You know, it's like the the kitchen and all that shit. And we had a dishwasher, so we used dishes. I was trying to wash the dishes in dishwasher, and I couldn't figure out where the fuck you put the. I, first off, I didn't know that it was either liquid or a fucking capsule mm-hmm. to fucking put. So I called the front desk, like, "What the fuck you put this shit?" And these motherfuckers laughing at me. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never used a fucking dishwasher. Like, I ain't never had a dishwasher, dog. <laughs> So maybe about three, four months ago, maybe our fucking dishwasher uh, was backing up. Well, what happens is like, I guess after all the water runs, it runs down into the drain at the bottom of the dishwasher. So it wasn't draining. So sometimes it won't drain. It's like a drain button to drain it. And that shit wouldn't drain it. So I had to like take the shit apart. Uh, then take the hoses off the uh the garbage disposal. Man, this shit was nasty as fuck. And I'm thinking like, man, if I stay in the apartment, dog, I would straight be calling some motherfuckers because this shit was gross as fuck, dude. Damn. But just house shit. Just like we had like two summers ago, we had like a bunch of fucking them big black ants that kept coming in the fucking house. Couldn't figure out why. So um, I, I think, saw one of the motherfuckers yesterday for the first time. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck they just get in the crib and shit, but. We bought this uh, uh, insect spray. I think it's like a home defense or something. Mm-hmm. And what, what you do is you can spray it around all of the doorways outside and inside, and it works. 
Mm-hmm. So this year, couldn't find the fucking container. It's one of them big five gallon containers with the spray holes and shit. Matter of fact, that green thing right there. Okay. So it was like one of those big containers. Couldn't find the shit. I'm like, I know we didn't use all this shit. So I go buy another one. It was fucking $15. It wouldn't even fucking... 15 minutes after I started using that bitch, I found the old one. Now I got two <laughs> of these big ass spray bottles and shit, and I'm like, fuck, I didn't waste all this fucking money and shit. That's just <laughs> shit that just never really, I would think about if I'm in an apartment, like I'm gonna have a infestation of fucking bugs right. coming in. <clears throat> so, yeah, houses is a bitch, dude, but the space is just so worth it sometimes, though, man. To be able to have your own space and be in your yard and not to leave the house. I know some days on Sundays, man, I don't even go home. I don't even leave the house. Like, literally leave the property, I should say. I'll be back and forth in the garage or whatever the case. I even walk to the gas station since it's like four houses down and shit. But just not leaving the house, it's just, that's, just, that's just awesome, dog. Yeah. What was you about to say when I was talking about Darko? Oh, the uh, it's rare that I can remember situations where like I remember where I was when this happened I remember where I was during the OJ verdict I remember where I yep. was during 9-11 and I remember where I was when the business drafted Darko I would assume you was at school during the OJ verdict yes I was at um wait OJ verdict oh yeah no yeah no I was still at school well I only um, know that because I knew I was because I yeah. remember it because I was in matter of fact it was it was 11th grade, so was that 97 or 96? Um, 97, I think. Uh, I think it was 96. Either in the 96 or beginning of 97. Whichever one. Um, I remember because this, did y'all, you know, all the classes had like TVs and shit. Yeah. And so, the man, the verdict was on and we all watching this shit. It was almost, I mean, it was like the, the wildest shit ever. When that shit happened, man, we like, it's like we're kids. I don't know why we were so fucking happy. That he got off and the, the, the white teacher, she was pissed. She was all red in the face because she was just she just knew he did it. And now I'm like, eh, I'm pretty sure he did it. Yeah, I don't recall um, white reactions at the time. I just remember hearing everybody cheering. Yeah, the whole fucking school was fucking cheering. It was nuts. Like, y'all, y'all niggas is going for him because he's black. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like there was no other reason that people were rooting for uh, OJ other than the fact that he was black. That was mm-hmm. it. There was no other reason at all. <laughs> but with uh with Darko, that was the only time that I've ever listened to the draft over the radio. Really? Yeah, I was at work during the draft and I found a radio station playing it. And you said that you were wherever you were, you was mad that they drafted Darko. And I was happy because they built that nigga up so much like they were they like I, all i remember leading up to the draft was that he was being built up as the next dirk Nowitzki. yeah and I like that, that was like like the thing that pisses me off kind of about the whole darko situation is that people go they talk about who we passed up on and who we could have got and granted yes we could have got hall of fame players but it's not like uh, Dwayne Wade or Carmelo Anthony or Chris Bosh was the number two ranked player and we skipped over them to take Darko. Darko was the number two ranked yeah, he, player. Like yeah. He was the guy that everybody was saying, this should be the number two pick. They, they did what they were theoretically supposed to do. 
And everybody was saying, this guy's going to be the next Dirk. This is going to be the next Dirk. So I was happy. Like, oh, we got the next Dirk. And the, obviously, in retrospect, it was a fail. But I don't look at the Pistons management like, oh, y'all fucked up. Because they did what they were supposed to do at that time. Right. Based upon what they saw or what, what whatever was going on. It's not like they had 2010 knowledge. Like, oh, this guy's not going to be shit. And... Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade are going to be the shit. Like, they didn't know that. So, I remember being, like, happy at the time. Because I'm like, oh, shit, we got that Dirk, this next Dirk guy. I think, like, man, he's going to be, he's going to be Dirk. We just won a championship. This shit about to be fire. So, <laughs> I, I I remember that just because I was hype at the time. I was at work listening to it on the radio. Telling people, yeah, we drafted Darko. We drafted Darko. It was like, yeah, yeah. And people, people was hype. Because, like I said, he was supposed to be fucking the next Dirk. And that shit. And now it's fucking 12 years later, and he is arguably one of the biggest busts in NBA history. Yeah, that shit. And the Pistons are forever going to be remembered for not getting Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. Like, man. Craziness, that shit. But because of that, I never really hold it too much against Joe Dumars for that. Because like I said, if, if those guys were projected higher and we... And Joe was just randomly like, hey, we draft this random European guy. And then he turned out to be shit. Then it's like, what the fuck? But what I always tell people is that any team that would have been drafted at that number two spot would have drafted Darko because that's where he was projected to go. That he was the every single draft projection was LeBron, Darko, uh, Wade, I think was three. I think Wade or was a mellow. Mellow. Wade was three. three. Mellow was four. And then Bosch fifth, I, I think something, something like, like that. that. But whatever, he was either Wade or Melo was number three. Yeah. But every I'm, any any team that would have been drafted second would have taken Darko. And I think that's it, just what that's just how it was. I mean, it was just like I think I was more mad just because I knew the potential of the other players, and I was like, his the potential of him being a dirt just didn't seem as high as the other players just doing what they were gonna do and be solid players. So I was like, but I fell back on the fact that okay, we got a potential dirt. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, this could work out or whatever, but it didn't. So but I think he was more of a failure than the actual pick was a failure of it. Yeah, and and 2016 me is now a lot more jaded with that kind of thing because if you look at the NBA as a whole over the course of the past 30 years, how many prominent white players have there been? And like, so now in 2016, if you draft a white player automatically, I'm kind of like, eh, you probably fucked up because there's been so many highly projected white players that just did not pan out. And I had a discussion with, uh, with my friend, uh, a few years ago, and I was, we were talking about the same thing. And I was saying, like, you know, man, how many great white players have that have been, how many white players have been drafted as, like, you know, touted players that have actually panned out? And how many great white players have we had, period? And who is the best white player in the NBA right now? At the time that me and him had that discussion, Mike Miller was the guy that we said it was like, this is probably the best white player in the NBA right now. At the time we had that discussion. And if you look at, oh, I'm sorry, it wasn't white. It was um, American white because I was ruling out um, foreign white guys like oh, okay. uh, 
Uh, I ruled out Dirk because he was German. I ruled out Steve Nass because he was Canadian. So the conversation was how many American white players, you know, like you draft a, you know, a white guy out of college. How many of those guys have been great? And if you think about it, it still stands at that. Like, like, the, like how many American white players that you draft that have been drafted out of college have turned out to be good? Like the only American born white player that at that time when we were having that discussion, we said, I said Mike Miller, but I think like, I think maybe like the next year or two later, Kevin Love uh, hit the league, something like that. Hmm. And that was pretty, that's pretty much it, dude. Like a lot of the other white guys that like got drafted highly and that were like, uh, you know, widely touted as like being a great player that they get to the NBA. You they remember don't when pan Stockton out. was drafted? I'm, as far as like John his Stockton? hype, yeah. What about him? Like, was was the hype? What was the hype around him when he was uh, coming oh, I in? I wouldn't know. That was before my time. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I know that was random as hell, but I'm just thinking of like good white players like John Stockton or uh, shit. What's another American white player? Uh, well, we thought when we talked about past people, all we talked, all we could come up with over the course of the past thirty years or so was uh, Larry Bird and John Stockton. <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> that was all we could really think. Yeah, of. I mean, like that was prominent players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. So now, in in 2016, my general thing is like, hey, you drafted this white power forward as uh, projected as white power forward is like the number three pick, and then I feel like I can automatically go, he ain't gonna cut it, and I have like a 95 percent chance of being no, you're you're right. pretty much good because there's no evidence to support. These guys getting to the NBA and being great. The percentage is so low. It's so low. Like guys like, you know, like JJ Redick or uh, Tyler Hansborough or something like these guys that come out of Duke and shit like that. Is Tyler Hansborough even doing well in the NBA? No. Yeah. Like so, like, like, but I'm thinking like these guys that come out of like Duke and North Carolina and shit like that that they think are gonna be great. At best, these guys end up as like respectable bench players. Like you. You don't get like there's no guy that's no white dude that's come out of college that's been dope. Probably since I don't know. Probably Jason Williams. And even then it's like okay. It's not like he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame or nothing like that. Nah. <laughs> so it's like you got Kevin Love and that's kind of it. <laughs> that's Kevin Love and that's it. And I don't know the dirt. Dirk and uh, Steve Nash, and like I said, they're both foreign. So, I mean, granted, Canada's, you know, it'd be kind of a stretch to call still that foreign. It's, foreign but yeah, it ain't American, but so it's still not American. So, yeah. So, um, I had a topic that I kind of wanted to discuss. Um, I figured we could kind of make it a segment. I don't know if we could make it a weekly segment, but um, when we had Axel Axel Foley on however long ago that was he mentioned something about like a ask a white guy type thing and i was thinking like maybe we could come up with questions to ask ask a white not necessarily white guy but like a white person ask a white person yeah and like questions that like why do y'all do this whatever act that it is that you guys do and maybe we could come up with ideas for it and then maybe we could get responses to read on the next podcast Excuse me. Uh, so, did you have any uh, thoughts on that or questions that you wanted to ask? 
nothing, had a nothing came to mind. Um, I was definitely going to be pushing for my future episodes, but um, nothing initially really came to mind when I thought about it. And basically because the conversation was short and I hadn't had time to really even formulate anything good. <laughs> yeah, I meant to tell you to think about it, but but adulting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know one question I wanted to ask is, and and I did mention this to you. Why is it that it seems like different parts of their bodies have different body temperatures? Like, why do you see white people regularly in like a hoodie, but with shorts and flip flops? Like, so how is your like upper body cold, but your lower body warm? Well, it's so like, funny. I mean, what's I think, up with that? I think historically. White people that I've known, the white folks that I've known, has always dug like colder temperatures, and they were like the least. Like it could be like mad winterish outside, and you know, white guy with shorts on and flip flops and shit. Um, but it's weird because like the the the, the white folks in my job that I actually work close to, they always complain about being cold. So it's like totally fucking opposite of hmm. like. Like my lead was talking about, yeah, I need to get some 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 uh, work boots that are you know low, higher than the uh, the the ankle because his feet get cold at work and shit. Or I was like, are you really white? Or are you just <laughs> you're something else, dude? Yeah, it's so weird. They always complain about it's cold, but it, and I the, the temperature fluctuates in our office, so it's kind of weird. But yeah, that's still within the office though. I'm 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 very curious as to why I see that a lot, like hoodies and shorts. And flip flops. Like I don't, I don't. I feel like that's the official uniform of like white privilege, and I want to know why <laughs> that's that's a thing. Like I, I want to know if there's if a white person could say like, yeah, uh, is it like just a style choice. Like I think that looks dope. Um, is it for practical reasons? Like I actually do get cold on my arms and chest, but my knees be hot as fuck. Like <laughs> I, I think that's just weird. Like I don't understand why your whole body is in a certain temperature. To where you dress for whatever the weather is, and that's just how you are. Yeah, definitely need a white person to be answering this shit because I don't know mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> at all. I've also wondered, and I think I think we mentioned this before, but I still want to know if they wear underwear because I feel I like think they somebody don't. answered. No one. Yeah, answered. no. Ax- I think Axel answered because I think we asked him or he answered after the fact, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm still I'm still curious as to why in all the times in movies after they have sex they just get out the bed and pull their jeans up like I and just I, be out <laughs> and just and just like leave like yeah it's like okay yeah we fucked now nah, me pull my jeans on and I'm about to go cook soft boiled eggs I don't know what the fuck they eat but like <laughs> like what what what's do do they wear underwear like is is I wonder if like jeans and not even like pants. Like I wonder if specifically jeans with no underwear. Is that a thing? Man, the chafing that has to happen with that shit has to be the worst. Like, jeans. Do you have like not you specifically, but white people who don't wear underwear in their jeans? Like, so if you go piss and you don't shake well enough, do you then put your dick back in your jeans with no underwear? And now you got like that trickle of piss that run down your leg because you thought you shook well enough and you didn't <laughs> like and now you got like piss that's running down to like your fucking ankle like like I, I, I don't know I just I'm immensely curious as to if that's a thing because like I don't I don't did that and I tried it for like a week with no draw yes like let me wear pants with no draws for like a week 
and let me see what that shit what that shit like. And it's like there's a I guess like a freeness to it. Like you don't feel like like it feels extra open. And it's not to say that wearing underwear feels restrained because it don't. It just feels normal. But there's an extra openness to like not having underwear on. But at the same time, it's like it's weird. Like I couldn't have done it. Like if you fart, like do you feel like you now you have like you can't wear them jeans no like without washing them again? Like I don't (laughs) like I I just don't get the idea of not wearing underwear with jeans. But I I only see the movies because obviously I don't know what. White people I know what whether or not they wear underwear, but like, dog, you got on some drawers, nigga. But that's fairly common in movies, dude. Like if you watch a movie, I feel like I saw it a lot in True Blood. Did you watch True Blood? Mm-mm. There was a lot of fucking in True Blood. <laughs> I felt like I felt like all the characters were like fucking and just put their jeans on. And I, I don't know. That's something I want to ask white people too. <laughs> well, this would be a cool segment. I think we definitely uh, can get our questions up. I got more and, questions. Um, oh, you do. <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying in general. I think that would definitely be a cool segment to be at a, um, to have on the show. I also want to know how they feel about what is it with like not wearing shoes and socks, like being barefoot. Like I feel like that's a that's a thing that white people do too. Like uh, like we I mentioned on the podcast before, like about when I lived in California and it'd be like white people walking around my apartment complex barefoot, and I'm like it's duck shit on the ground. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like and I. Yeah, I don't get the barefoot thing. Even at my current job, when I first started, there was this one girl who would walk around the floor barefoot. Like she would come to work, she would sit at her desk, she would do her work, and she would kick her shoes off. She'd just be barefoot. And like if you sitting at your desk and you barefoot, I ain't really gonna say shit. But then she would like walk around and she would be barefoot. And there was one time she like uh was asking a question to somebody over their cubicle wall, and she like uh I don't want to say climbed up because like it was high, but there was like a um uh we call them peds. They're like um pegs. Peds, P E D. Oh, okay. Um, it's where we store. They're like small cabinets with wheels. Oh, okay. Like you, yeah. they have a small drawer, a big drawer, and then a door that you can open. And then they have like a cushion on top that you can sit on if you want, whatever. And she put both her knees up on the pad for elevation to talk to somebody over their cubicle wall. You saw the bottom of her feet. And I saw the bottom of her feet and them bitches was like, boy, man, them bitches was black like Black Lives Matter, nigga. Yes, dude. She was Uh, barefoot. I I still got that picture. I took a picture of it and it's still somewhere where I could pull it up. It's not like... like, And I I just wonder, like, why... What is it with the black feet? Like, y'all just do not fucking care. Like, just walking around barefoot. And I'm like, what is it about just not having nothing in your feet that makes you so fucking comfortable? Like, that would be... Un- I can't even... Can you imagine walking around the office barefoot? Like, that seems so fucking nah. primitive. Like, what am I I mean, I remember in past offices... Like, past, I took my shoes off at my station, but I just put them back on when I walk away or something like that. But just walking... Didn't you random, have socks on? Yeah, I had socks, yeah. Right! So, like, like what the fuck? I saw a dude at work today who came in and his fucking he typically works from home and he but every time he comes into the office he come in like he just came from vacation and shit like you have a t-shirt khaki shorts and thong sandals on it was like 50 degrees today dude I'm like this ain't the beach dude like why are you in here in like 
thong flip flops and you shit. You catch somebody midwinter with some fucking thong flip flops in your office spot. You will, and you will catch like the women. The women don't care either, dude. Like the women be like, okay, I'm I'm gonna wear whatever the fuck is comfortable to me. Like I saw a chick came into work with like a mini skirt on. It was 50 degrees today, dog. She had a mini skirt on. I seen the chick. I saw a chick one winter with like these. Uh, she had a skirt on, and then she had on some like heeled boots that were, like went up to her knees. Man, this motherfucker got off the bus. There was like a shuttle that took you from your uh, garage that you parked in to the mm-hmm. to, to the building. This bitch got off the shuttle and did like she slipped and fell in the snow and did like both knees went down like the end of a fucking dance routine. Like she just slid both knees down. And I'm like, that's what you get. Like, I'm not going to feel sorry for you for that. Like you could have came to work in like some shit that would prepare you for the slipperiness of ice and snow, but you wanted to look cute. And now you now both your knees red because you just wanted to be cute. Like that's what you get. I, I don't know. That was another <laughs> question I had. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I don't, we need answers. Yeah, I can see other questions being raised too. Yeah, yeah, hey, I, I definitely could definitely do that. Definitely be a cool segment. Definitely be a cool segment. I'm down for that one. So what else? You got anything else? Because I didn't take too many notes. Uh, no, nah, this was a bi- real busy fucking week for me at work, so I didn't really. It wasn't too much other than um. Oh no, I did have one more thing. Um. No, it wasn't it. Yeah, what you got? Was there one more? I was listening to a podcast earlier today, and um, uh, it was a podcast. They were accepting emails just about questions about anything, their lives, what they do. Uh, it was to celebrate their uh, 20 million downloads. Oh, shit. And um, one of the people asked them about their celebrity crushes, and... I was pretty appalled by their answers, but uh, that was well, that was what I was gonna ask. Like, what are your celebrity crushes, if any? Um, childhood celebrity crush was Janet Jackson. Um, more so when she was Penny from Good Time. Good yeah, Time. I was gonna actually um, specify like life yeah. in general. Okay, because because one dude was like, "Yeah, this is what I had earlier on. This is what I have now." You know, yeah, so. Yeah, that was like my childhood one, but I think my I have a couple of them. Um, one is a uh, uh, Lathan, and then I think my my other one um, is a uh, Captain Heigl. Those are like those are my celebrity. celebrity I still don't get that one. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. What, it, I don't though. know what she. I don't know what it is she does, it. man. But she does it, man. I don't know. I don't know. The 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 two dudes, man. They're their answers, I was kind of like, man, I don't get it, dude. Like, I, I do not. Like, one of them said Kate McKinnon from SNL. Kate McKinnon. Kate she McKinnon. was in the Ghostbuster movie that just came out. Um, she played Justin Bieber in, in, in an SNL sketch. Like, I, man, I did not get it. He's like, man, she's funny as fuck, which I don't agree with. She has so much range. She can do this. Like, he was, like, all about her. And I'm like, I, like, she is like to me like almost borderline androgynous as fuck. Like I I don't get how a guy could say Kate McKinnon is my crush. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at her. she's pretty basic. Like mm-hmm. I don't get that one. Nah. 
I think it was just a combination of like maybe whatever moderate physical attraction, but mostly like respect for was, her, her comedy, work or I whatever. Guess. Yeah. What was the other one you said? The other what? He said one picked her and then the other guy. Well, no, that was just one of the ones he said that stood out to me. Oh, both okay. of them, both of them, all their answers, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can remember any of the other ones. Well, one says Scarlett Johansson, so I get that. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't remember the other ones. Uh, a few of them were people I didn't know what they looked like. A few of them I was like, uh, I don't know about that. There wasn't any I really agree with. So you said Sanai Lathan and um, who's your childhood one you said? Oh, it was Janet Jackson when she was uh, Penny. Penny. Um, another one is like, within the last couple of years is uh, the chick from, uh, is it Kaylee Kuko? From, from Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory? Theory? Really? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. She has like a, uh, uh, I won't say it's a weird because it's not nothing weird about her. She just has a, uh, it's a, some kind of, it's just, it's an appeal with her. And I don't think she's like overly sexy or whatever, but she, I don't know. She, she kind of does it though. Interesting. Um, you don't even watch Big Bang Theory. I watch. Every well, night. you said your wife watches I don't, it. Yeah. So I catch it every night. Yeah. Um, I think it's her. Um, I don't know why I think over the years, my, my, uh, celeb crushes have become, uh, Caucasian women. I don't know where that comes from. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, like I say, Sonia Lathan's probably been my strongest one, and that's been one forever. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. That's pretty much. I know I could probably could think of someone at some point of this conversation, but I'll let you, I'll let you go with yours. So I've named a few. Um. So let me think. Childhood. Um, a lot, uh, not say a lot, but my childhood shit was, um, I had a thing for both Ashley and Hillary on the Fresh Prince. So Uh, like, depending on my age, like when I was younger, Ashley, when I got a little bit older, Hillary, I don't like Hillary until she was, well, her actual character was, uh, when she was on, uh, was it when she played in major pain? Mm hmm. That's when I think I actually liked her then, but I didn't. I didn't like her at all on uh, Fresh Prince. Um, I had um, uh, Monica. Singer? I really like Monica. Yeah. Okay. Back when um, the boy is mine. That song with Brandy. Mm-hmm. That was to me Monica's peak fineness. It I was. A, I had a huge crush on Monica at that time. Um, let's see who else. I had another one. That, oh well, Maya, but Maya's Maya has lasted the entire time. Like she's like she's never fall off. <laughs> no, she's 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 never fallen off. So I, I've had a Monica's been one of my celebrity crushes from childhood up until this present moment. <laughs> um, let's see. Ah, let's see current ones. Hmm, that's a tough one. I don't know, man. It's kind of hard for me to think of current ones. Um, it can't be that fucking hard, dog. Like none. I don't know, man. It's hard. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some that exist, but it's just hard for me to think of right now. Like it's not. I'm trying to think of somebody who I'm like, oh, if I see them, I'm like, yes, let me see more pictures or whatever. Um, 
I think Nicki Minaj is pretty fine. Um, but I it, I still would be a stress to call her like a celebrity crush. Like it's just like I think Nicki Minaj is pretty fine. But like to call her a crush or something like that, nah, I don't know. Nah. I think oh, I had a crush on Beyonce. Really? Which I don't now, but I did back when Destiny's Child first came out. Huh. Cause she's our age. Right. So like when they first came out when they were like seventeen or something like that, and we were like seventeen, eighteen. Oh, I had a thing. Oh, I had a. I think my, I had a pretty strong for Beyonce. I, at that I would time. say probably if I had a a, a slight new crush would be uh, um, Missy from uh, uh, Luke Cage. <laughs> That's my newest one. Well, I'll hook you up. <laughs> well, I well, can't. no, she's married, yeah, but I am too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that too. <laughs> she didn't come. To, I don't think she came to our high school reunion. Oh really? I don't know. I have to look at the pictures. I have a shitload of pictures from my high school reunion. So, I mean, theoretically, you could look at my Facebook photos, try to find the album from our high school reunion to see if she pops up. But I'm pretty sure she didn't come to our high school reunion. I don't remember seeing her. Um. Uh, okay, I can think of a random one, like a random uh, because I generally don't think redheads are pretty attractive. I'm not. I don't really have a thing for redheads, mm-hmm. but I really like Jessica Chastain. Um, she was in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, she played a role in The Help. Um, what else was she in? Really? Yeah, I think Jessica Chastain is pretty fine. And in the vein of Jessica Chastain, also uh, Christina Hendricks. Uh, she's uh, her main role was in Mad Men. Um, she's pretty fine too. Um. But even then, I still wouldn't even call them crushes. I, it's just kind of like I will acknowledge that I think they're attractive. But like, I, I could, I like, I like Christina like, uh, uh, Hendricks uh, over Jessica Chastain. I don't know. They, uh, they, they're like totally two different redheads to me. Uh, but I would give you that. Um, what's they does it for me? Uh, what's uh, the sister from uh, uh, Gotham? Oh, um, the one that played Tabitha? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. I ain't never seen her in shit else. Me neither. Never she's seen her in shit else. Another girl's kind of pretty fine. I mean, I, we we not talking about crushes, just just nice looking in general. Uh, uh, chick from Atlanta, uh, Don Glover's uh, baby mama. She has like an appeal to me, and I don't know what I, I don't know if it's just her hair or her, just her attitude, but um, I can't recall what she looks like. Cause I've I've missed the I think I've missed the last two episodes, so I think there's probably been four and I've only seen and I, two. And so I haven't I'm seen like, her. I don't she looks I'm behind like. on my episodes. The last episode I watched, she wasn't even in it. Right. Uh, the last episode I watched, I don't think she was in it either. Actually, the last episode I watched, um, they were at a basketball tournament. Oh, you're further than me, but still ain't. Yeah. I'm, and she was. I don't think she was in that the one. The one I watched was they was uh <laughs> they went to the pawn shop. Uh, and he bought that sword. Yeah, yeah. She was in that one. No, she. That was say she wasn't. Oh, okay. That's the last one I watched, and she so, wasn't yeah, in that. One. And so, I'm a few behind. Yeah, so I watched the next one after that. Oh, okay. And I think there's been two more since. Damn, really? I'm really yeah. behind. Fuck. Yeah, you're. Really I'm behind on Gotham. I ain't man. I my fucking weeks don't don't allow me to fucking watch TV, dude. It fucking sucks, dude. I get home and I don't have no fucking time to do shit. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can only think of women that I think are attractive, but not ones that I would say, like, I have a crush on. 
Like I, I, I or well, I don't have I don't have crushes. I think I'm, we can I'm actually, married. I'm grown, so can, I don't have crushes. Right, but we, like we can damn near rename our podcast to TV shows we don't watch because <laughs> <Right. laughs> there's so much shit. I wanna I wanna finish Luke Cage. I wanna I wanna watch that. Damn, I I put it on a queue, but um, Cottonmouth he plays in another series. I think we were talking about it. Yeah, um, I don't know because you mentioned and I the, never heard the, of it. I think it was. <sighs> The fourteen hundred, uh, it was something right. like that. Yeah, that sounds like what you said. And I wanted to catch that just because I thought he's a cool actor. Because the only thing I knew him from though was uh, House um, of Cards. House yeah. of Cards. So I wanted to uh, catch up with low key old girl on House of Cards. Kind of attracted me. The one he was fucking. Oh yeah, she kind of fits that same. It's yeah, it's she's kind in of that same like, wheelhouse oh, of chicks. Kind of sexy, though. but yeah, she's in that same uh, wheelhouse of chicks. Uh. Other chick was uh what's the girl what's the, the the show with the two chicks who's uh waitresses two broke girls two broke girls Cat Dennings Cat uh, Dennings yeah yes. yeah Cat Dennings a yes. good one and uh I w- I felt bad kind of looking at her weird because I didn't know how old she was when she was a forty year old version so I couldn't really yeah I feel like yeah I don't know <laughs> I think she played younger than she was. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think she did. Yeah, I think, I th- I think she played. I think she was like she a was high. She played a high school. Yeah, she, I think she played high school. Shit. I think she was. Old. I think she was definitely of age in that movie. Yeah, she was. She was definitely. Um, I was like, she gotta be older. I was hoping she was older. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping she was older. I don't. I don't think I had a thing for her really in that movie. I think sure. it was just her titties. Um, but yeah, well, on two broke girls, yeah. She's the other one on is that. so fucking annoying though. I couldn't. She doesn't do nothing at all. There was one episode of that show though, where she had on like a bikini, uh, like a two piece bikini or some shit, and I was like, okay, like I, I, like, I was pretty impressed. With the like, other chick? Yeah, I was like, okay. You know her name? No. No. Okay. Yeah. Me neither. I don't, I don't even feel like looking it up. But yeah, she doesn't really. She yeah, she seems like typical Beth, Beth Bears B E H R S. Okay. I think that's what it is. I'm not 100%. I think that's what it is. Yeah, she yeah. just she she didn't really do it for me. Yeah, um let me see. Uh Yeah, I can't really think of too many uh well, Halle Berry has always been a always been a favorite of mine. Yeah, um, she's kind of standard one. Yeah. Tamia was actually one of my uh crush for a while. Okay. I remember remember when uh Grant Hill was dating her, he was here. End up seeing him at the movies one time. <laughs> it was just like so surreal. But I was like paying no attention to him though. It was just right. like it's to me and this other nigga she did. Right. Like, to me and that one guy. Like, oh yeah, that's Grant Hill, the dude to play for the Pistons. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy because I was a big fan. You know, I would think I was more of a fan, you know, years ago of like just basketball in general, and I had paid no attention to him. Like, it's to me and a basketball guy. <laughs> Tanache is kind of fine. Tanache. I've seen pictures of her. I've seen pictures of her. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah, there's nobody that I'm really like, kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, still Maya. Maya is my number one. Like, that's still my, that's still my number one. That's the only one that I would define still as a crush right now in 2016. Other people is just kind of like, okay, that's they're kind of attractive. Oh, okay, she's kind of fine, but like, Maya is still, yeah. Man, I, yep. guess it, I just I seen just a picture of Maya recently. Like, wow. 
she, she is she's just off. not she refuses aging. to fall off yeah falling off is like so far from out of her out of her realm of shit to do it's just not gonna happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uh yeah anything else are we done I got nothing, man. We can we can be done. That's a that's that's cool. Uh, I think we wrapped it up with 15, 20 minutes of random crushes and chicks. Um, we could take our merry asses home now. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, so we're gonna continue the uh, ask a white guy question. How how, how are we naming that? Uh, things to ask a white guy or what is it? Ask how, a how, white person. They maybe? could ask a white person. Yeah, we definitely want to continue that. So, yeah, uh, I could see me easily coming up with questions every week for that. Yeah, easily. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely. Uh, I have I haven't spotted any non hand washers at my job yet, but I know it's gonna be there. Man. But I I consciously <laughs> that's why like, why you don't wash your hands after you piss. I, I I consciously <laughs> yeah, we'll cover uh, that one. Uh, use paper towel. To grab the doorknob because the doorknob on the, uh, our bathroom. Because I'm like, I just don't know. These motherfuckers just don't, you know. And it'd be the ones you don't think is just gonna run off the fucking bathroom and shit. So yeah, I'm constantly got paper t- drying my hand off. Then I use that paper towel, open the door, put my arm on the door, throw the paper towel out, then kind of slide out the fucking <laughs> room and shit. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's like an obstacle course just to not touch fucking dick cells and shit. Yep, retarded. Um, but as always, you hit our. Uh, our email up at what of the podcast at Gmail or uh, Twitter, uh, what of the podcast or individual Twitters blame Otis and Michael oh. underscore Aaron and Mike has something else. Yeah, no, I just thought I forgot. Um, uh, Sean from games. We don't play. Okay. He said that he left us a iTunes review. Oh shit. And yeah, I forgot the uh, looking at because we never checked that shit. And speaking of which, leave us fucking iTunes reviews. Oh yeah, <laughs> we have iTunes. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that shit. Leave us an iTunes review. Um, oh, this shit's not in a chronological order. I mean, I don't verse. think we have many though. <laughs> right? Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, it's not a chronological order. That's scroll <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, I'm about to say. I think <laughs> Here's number be, six. I was like, you think we <laughs> so should we have be six? Good. We have six reviews. So. uh... Yeah, actually, fuck it. We never read them. Let me read them. Um, uh, Miss Homeward Bound, which is uh, my friend Bria, who I did uh, the Earth Mightiest cast with. Uh, this show is hilarious. Mike and Otis discuss pop culture from a homeboy's point of view. Homeboy's point of view is the 90s. They're also able to tackle <laughs> more serious topics while keeping the show funny and entertaining. Rated R for Ratchet due to the adult content ratchet. and language. Great show, definitely worth a listen. You sound ratchet. Uh, next one's from Francis Six. I know who Francis is. Um, love this podcast. Look forward to it every Monday. I really appreciate the uncensored look at things from perspective of a Detroiter. We'd love to sit in one day. Anyone wondering how Detroit feels about things going on in entertainment, news, and sports, along with the current state of Detroit, should definitely check it out. Um, another one from The Bridge Seventy Nine. I don't, I don't know who that is. Me neither. I've been listening to Otis and Mike since their first podcast. How do we not know who you are then? All right. I'm going to find out who this person is. And I've enjoyed this. This review is from September 16, 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah. It feels like I'm sitting on a conversation with two down to earth homeboys. Homeboys again? (laughs) Just shooting the breeze. Their commentary ranges from such serious topics as police brutality to sports to relationships to music. I look forward to listening every week with the good work, fellas. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that one's from September 16, 
The next one is from Baylor, February 11, 2016. Oh, shit. It took a so he went a year break. and a half with no, re- with no written reviews. Uh, two solid brothers with very respectful opinions. I wouldn't call us respectful. Um, <laughs> opinions that make sense in this crazy world. Great content. And this is hashtag SYO. I don't know what that stands for. Hashtag um, what? SYO. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the next one is from Yup. Okay. Don't know who that is. It's from July 28th. Uh, nothing's off the table with these guys and they handle it all. Great talk and a range of topics. And then the, I guess this, oh yeah, this is the one from Sean from, uh, games we don't play and, uh, ETMF podcast. Uh, love the chemistry between these guys. Great conversation. Great topics. Definitely people I'll grab a drink with. Keep it the good work. Sean from ETMF Podcast Network. So, yeah, thanks to y'all for those reviews, those uh, topics. I mean, topics, those comments. Uh, we have 19 five-star reviews. We're still sitting at five stars. Um, uh... So, yeah, shout out to uh, all those reviews. I'm glad I remember that at the last minute. Yeah, because I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, so leave us comment, leave us uh, iTunes reviews, uh, stars, comments. Y'all motherfuckers got iPhones, so right, you don't have to go on a computer to do it. So yeah, leave us some iTunes reviews, man. Well, cool. Well, uh, other than that, I guess we'll see y'all folks next week. Yep. Peace. Peace.